Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm Holly the Gay Girl. And I am Brooklyn the Trans Girl. And we have two of our special guests. Uh, we have Mr. Jaden over here, my son. Hi. And then we have little Tatum. Hi. Hi, boys. How are you? Good. We also have a very special guest with us um, this evening. It will be Santa Claus. It's nice to have you, Santa Claus. Hello, everyone. It is nice to be back. Hi. Hi. Have you both been good this year? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you are real good this year, you may find something special under the tree. Santa, what are your favorite cookies? Yes, Tatium. My favorite cookies are chocolate chip. But I have a bit of a sweet tooth, so all cookies are a real treat. Santa, what would you like to do when Christmas is over on your free time? That is a good question, Jadin. I take a nice long nap. Then a bit of vacation. Well, thanks for joining us again, Santa. We're not going to take up too much of your time since we know that you are getting ready to travel to deliver presents all over the world. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me again this year. I am on my way with my reindeer and my number one elf to deliver presents all over the world. Merry Christmas to all. So what are you boys going to be doing going into Christmas? Opening presents and spending time with family. Well, that's sweet, Jaden. And how about you, Tatum? I'm going to be making Christmas cookies, maybe after this podcast. What kind of cookies are you making? Uh, I, f- I think it, it, if I actually go grab my book, I would know what it is. They got a lot of peanut butter and chocolate in them, right? Oh, that's yummy. I don't know what the, cho- I don't know what the name of the cookie is, but I do know... It does look delicious. Yeah, it really does. I can't wait to try them. What else are you both going to be doing <laughs> on your Christmas vacation? I don't know. You don't know? Playing games, sleeping in. A lot of games. So you were telling Santa, Jaden, you said you didn't know what you wanted. Tatum wanted a, a VR. To me, that's his Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> He's like, I want a 256 gigabyte Oculus VR with the white chrome and... <laughs> right? I don't know. I oh, uh, there is also one more thing I want. What's that? It's Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Oh. It's the new one that uh, already came out. Okay. Honestly, in my opinion, it looks fun to play, and I'm like, I really want to try that out. Gotcha. Very fun. What else are you guys going to want to play? <laughs> what are you guys' big games right now that you guys are getting into? Uh Fortnite. 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 Last week you heard from Holly, her Fortnite addiction. Because <laughs> Lego Fortnite came out. Yeah. Ever ever since like Lego Fortnite came out, I think I, I think Fortnite got yeah. their population back. I don't know. Oh. I'm pretty sure they did, or they might have more population. Cause that's, that's cool. Because ever since like people have stopped playing Fortnite because they got rid of. The old chapter one map. Mm-hmm. It was a. B- 
everybody knew that island, but then this one, this one fight with, I think, the big robot. The big robot, yes. Yeah, and I remember when that And then happened. he broke the orb, and then we all got sent in a black hole. We never saw that map ever again. No. Not. <laughs> so, it could have been we all got black holding in the island, or it could have been all us. Or it could have been just the whole island and we're stuck in a black hole. But soon we got on yeah. to a new chapter, chapter okay. two. Okay. So, Holly, what are you going to end up doing on this next couple of weeks of your vacation? My baby leave? Yeah, your baby leave. You That's got a few not weeks. not a vacation. <laughs> you got a few weeks left. It's Christmas time. It's your little vacation. Uh, taking care of a baby. Playing Fortnite still. Playing Fortnite and Pokemon with what little time I get to. Okay. What do you hope you get for Christmas this year? What's your big gift? You're like, oh, I really want that. I didn't really think of anything this year that I was really dying for. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always things that would be nice, but I know are out of reach. Man, like what? A Other... whole new computer, but I wouldn't be able to play on it anyway because the baby. Yeah. Uh... Mine is the new Oculus. Me and Tatum are huge um, hey. VR gamers. If Dad and me got a new VR, me and him could play Demio together. Play de yeah, we do. Like get the Demio is one of our favorite uh, games to play on there. But it's kind of like what she said. It's it's out of reach because computers out of reach, and so is a VR. It's kind of just pricey after having a kid. But once you have a baby, you have to spend more time on that than anything else, and it makes it hard right. to do stuff. You're right. So, um, what do you got going on as far as our podcast today? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Christmas traditions all around the world. All around the world. So this is going to be unique or maybe even weird to some people, but these are pretty common in a lot of countries. So I think we each chose a little bit of something. Um, do either of you boys want to start? I know you guys each chose a little bit of something. Tell I, me what country you guys chose first. I chose Norway because apparently... They have a tradition. They think that there's evil witches that come out on Christmas Eve, so they actually hide all the brooms in the house, and then some people also fire gunshot to keep the the witches away. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Right after Halloween, too. That's neat. <laughs> that's pretty scary, though. I mean, you're going to be up all night thinking, like, oh, my God, the witches are coming for me, instead of, like, <laughs> Santa Claus coming. Yeah. How would you guys like to be laying in bed with, like, a shotgun in your hand? I would be like, oh, I God. might just, I just might just use the bathroom right there. Yeah. Right <laughs> I would bed. be like, I would be like, no, it would be so scary for me. I can't even do it anymore. I'm like, nope. Yeah. You also have a little bit more to add to the Norway one, correct? In Norway, the Christmas season called, uh, how do you say that? It's Jewel Board. Jewel Board began on December 3rd, filling up local bars and restaurants throughout the month family celebrate little christmas on december 23rd oh each 
no, each have their own ritual for the day that may include decorating the tree, making a gingerbread house, and eating. What is that? I. What? Risen. Guess or not? It's hot rice pudding. Ah. But that's interesting. That sounds. We'll have to try their hot rice pudding. Holly might like it. Uh, I, yeah, saw I like rice pudding. Um, yeah. It sounds delicious, honestly. I think that's a lot better than having witches fly around your your house. Yeah, a, very, a lot. So it's holding a shotgun in my hand. Mm-hmm. Literally, the witches come into my room. I'll be like, nope. I'll yeah. shoot them right in the face. So then, so then I'll be like, damn. There you go. All right. You so stemming away from violence on Christmas, Tatum. <laughs> what's your subject? <laughs> Mine. Yeah. What country did you choose? Um, I picked the Philippines. Wait. And I'm gonna go ahead and read it for him. Um, he's sitting far enough back he can't see the screen. Um, every year the city of San Fernando holds the Gillian, Gilligan, Gilligan, Peru, or the Giant Lantern Festival, featuring dazzling per pearls, which are lanterns, that symbolize the star of Bethlehem. Each pearl consists of thousands of spinning lights that illuminate the night sky. The festival has made San Fernando the Christmas capital of the Philippines. Isn't that cool? Now say that five times fast. But that was a good choice, Tatum. So that was Tatum's. Tatum had the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Is that something you'd like to see, Tatum? Lanterns. I would. Lanterns are pretty. That would be pretty. Yeah. That one looks like a big um, Christmas decoration. Uh, or- that that's what balls. it is off to the side there. It's a pretty huge lantern. Yeah. Maybe. It looks like one of the balls, though, on a Christmas tree, the top gold part mm-hmm. where a hook goes. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A uh, star? Oh, yeah, it does look like a star. So the Philippines is um, special to our family just because... We have a family member that is actually born and raised in the Philippines, and she married my brother. So she, they're actually going back to the Philippines in um, 2024. So that's in one more ooh, year. Next year, a few months. Couple months. Yeah. It's not a couple months. It's a few days. It's already the 20. Couple first. weeks. This is the 23rd. Yeah. Um, so we were reading from countryliving.com, and this is kind of where the article came from. It was done by uh, Kaylee, I hope I don't say the name wrong, Aline, um, from from November 28th of last year. So it's already a year old Wait, article. Wait, did, did you say the 28th? Yeah, that's your birthday. Yeah, that was my birthday, November 28th. Yeah. Um, that's where my article comes from. I'm going to read a little bit more from that. Um, it's just tr- uh, Christmas traditions around the world. So, um, Holly over here is her. My lineage is her, from the Ukraine. Her lineage is from the Ukraine. So she is Ukrainian. Privet, Holly. I was listening to Bass Hunter, and their song was Privet Russia. Da. What does that mean? Means yes. Yes, Russia? No, yes. That's all they keep saying in it? Yes is da. What's Privet? No, Privet is hello. Hello, Russia. Or thank you, also. Thank I'm you. Uh, see, I was thinking thank you. Okay. Anyway. But Prozhasta is also thank you. 
Any Russian I know is from the lesbian Russian <sighs> band. I know they weren't really lesbians, but Tattoo, if boys, anybody remembers them. The boys Nasne, are staring at me with big eyes. <laughs> How did you? Oh, Any Russian I know is from the lesbian band Tattoo, even though they weren't really lesbians, but their music was and the publicity and everything was. Mm-hmm. I know Nasne Dagonyat, mm-hmm. Yasha Slasuma. But Nasne Dagonyat is not going to get us, and Yasha Slasama is. Yes, Mama. No, all the things you said. Yasha Slasama, Yasha Slasama. <laughs> all the things you said, all the things. Okay. It's funny. Uh-huh. So, the boys, what, why were you looking at me when I was talking? How did you? I don't I'm know just how you know that much. You didn't know I knew it's all from that. music. Oh. No, me, dad? yeah. Oh, because she. Went. I lived in Ukraine for a while. You guys know that. How many That's of them can crazy. you name? How many of them can you name? How many? Words? How many? How many can you say? How many words? I don't know. I'd have to sit there and think about it all. But anyway, um, you you have some from Ukraine over here. Yes, I do, and mine is from NPR.org. Oh, NPR. It's tra- uh, Christmas traditions around the world. Um, anyway, so Ukraine, they. Hang spiders on their Christmas trees. Alive? Pavuki, or spiders. But they make it from straws, beads, wire. And there's a few different theories. One of them was that their trees... Oh wait. Um, one of them was that a f- poor family couldn't afford Christmas gifts for their children. So dad brought home a fir tree that spiders wove all kinds of webs into. But the next morning, the webs turned into silver, bringing them good fortune. And then there's another story where Ukrainians would weave wheat straws together to ensure a good crop of wheat in the following year. Mm. Um, But Christmas trees are a new tradition in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people don't like it. Some people are happy with it. Some Ukrainians still make the spiders by hand, while others will buy them pre-made and decorate them, which sounds kind of like Americans. That's the same thing we do is decorate or buy them. But yeah, creepy spiders and spider webs in their trees. That is crazy. Um, These three would be terrified by that tradition. Yes, I would. Well, probably. If you make a black widow one, that would be, I would be like, nope. I'd just not get anywhere near my Christmas tree. <laughs> if it, especially if you made it in a black widow, I'd be like, no, thank you. I would just be like, no, thank you. I'm going to go to Halloween, Dad. I'll put a little Santa hat on it. No. <sighs> no. <laughs> then we'd get rid of that tree really quick. <laughs> I know uh, when I lived in Ukraine, um, I know that Christmas didn't seem to be a very important holiday. Christmas was Christmas. But they did a lot of their um, gift giving on New Year's Day. And they didn't have Santa Claus there. It was like, um, um, I'm going to butcher this because it's been a long time since I've had to say Santa Claus's name. But it's like Detemoretz. And um, that actually doesn't stand for Santa. It stands for Father Winter. And so Father Winter, on Christmas Day, they would... (gasps) He would leave a present under the tree for the kids. And typically it's one present and yeah. it's he comes on New Year's. Huh. I wanna complain yeah. about that. That is interesting. That sounds a lot more affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you. 
to Santa's elves and all the resources. Orthodox Christians make up nearly 49% of Ukrainians' population. They observe Christmas Day on January 7th by dressing in traditional garments and walking through uh, town singing carols. Um, we should do a carol sometime. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. <laughs> Looks like me and Tatum are the only two going. I'm going to kind of go over a little bit um, of some of the other countries right here. And you guys are just going to have to tell me what you think. Um, El Salvador. It's a Central American country like El Salvador that toast Christmas with fireworks on the oh. 24th and 25th. Oh. They uh, Children celebrate with smaller firecrackers. Okay, and then I'm going to move over to Switzerland. Um, Swiss families make their own advent calendars for the holiday season. These calendars are either given to the children as a surprise or made together as a fun activity. Each day's bag reveals a new surprise or treat with the biggest gift on Christmas Eve. Oh. I think that's something very similar to what we do here in America. We do advent calendars, but yeah. typically there's like a piece of candy behind the door. Yeah. Yep. Every time it was like counting we down have those right by now, the month. Actually. It, it was like the month thing, like on the first day of December. Mm -hmm. You could open up the thing and you have one chocolate. And however long is the month, that's how many chocolate you would get. So if yeah. you would get one chocolate for every day, but if you just don't eat it that day, and you're on the second day, then you can eat both pieces. Yeah, that's pretty nice. You um, So you can wait until like the end of December and then just eat all of it. <laughs> you, yeah, I guess you that could. takes the fun out of it, though. Yeah, yeah though, but... You know, when I was little, um, when I was at school, we ended up making an Advent um, ring. And we took little pieces of paper, we cut strips out, and we wrapped the pieces around and uh, taped them. And we went all the way up, and we had 25 pieces. Oh. So we were able to hang it up on the wall, and we I tore off one little ring for each day. And I thought that was really fun. That was That's a memory of mine that I will always have, I think. That sounds cool yeah. and nice. Fun. My like, mom I'll always I'll got us advent calendars, and she still does. So it's a tradition in your family to do <laughs> that. The, yep. the day I met you, I remember, um, not the day I met you, but the one of the first times I went to your house, you had like two advent calendars. All right. And so the next country is Mexico, Mexico. All across Mexico, members of the church put on shepherd's plays is what they call them. So it's just a production to retell the Christmas story. The Mex Mexican Christmas season begins early in December with Las Portas a religious march that reenacts the journey of Mary and Joseph. The vibrant red poinsettia flowers are also used in the holiday arrangement for decoration throughout the country. This is um, something that I used to do growing up. Um, you kids ha didn't really get to enjoy that part of Christmas when I was little, when I was about your age, being in a Catholic, um, being a Catholic school, we ended up putting on productions for Christmas. And it was the story of Joseph and Mary oh. and the Three Kings. It, every year it would be a different production. The uh -huh. Three Kings? Yeah. Three. Were they all in one castle or were they all like in different castles? They were different castles. We Three Kings of the Orientar. That's the song. No. They, um, it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh is what they brought baby Jesus. Can you sing some of it? We Three Kings of Orientar. You recognize that song? No, no but I would be. I, I would not. want 
to hear it once because like if i heard it all the way through i'm i would well i I'll would put, might i'll put okay. it on for you after this while but i'm making cookies that maybe i will yeah making cookies um so let's go to south africa while the traditions around south africa vary by region and culture most families come together for a cookout called braying on the holiday um, it is marinated steaks and sausages that serve as a main course, followed by customary desserts and puddings and custards. Uh, traditional fur Christmas trees are decorated with a variety of ornaments, including hand-beaded African ornaments. Ooh. What do you think about that? That's a Does that sound better than getting a turkey or a ham or fish and just uh, making steak on Christmas? Uh, can we not talk about steak? Because last time I tried to make steak, I cut my finger. <laughs> okay. I don't PTSD like over here with the steak. Uh, what do you think, Jaden? Would you like to have steak for Christmas? That Am I? I would like. Yeah. I would like steak because steak just sounds good. Yeah. Steak Honestly, does sound good. You guys throw a little bit A one sauce on it. Yeah. I mentioned steak to you and you didn't want to do it. No, I know. We're it's expensive. We can't always do steak, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I just forgot what I was supposed to say. Well, we'll move on then. Um, we'll do Austria. The alpine countries like Austria have a legend that a devil-like creature called Krampus joins their St. Nicholas fe festivities on December 6th. Children are asked for a list of goods and bad deeds. Good children are rewarded with sweet apples, nuts, and other candies. And bad children, what do you think happens with them? Uh, they have get sour apples. I've never heard of Krampus. Krampus, he's a pretty well-known character. Um, Krampus is typically known to kidnap the children out of their beds if oh. they're being naughty all year long. Oh, dang. That's interesting. Does that make you want to be a, a good person? Mm, honestly, <laughs> you know Krampus kind of getting you? No. Uh, I don't Because, honestly, I kind of don't believe in him. I just kind of don't. Okay. Because I bet for one year if I was that bad, and then like? the next year and I woke up and I'm still on my bed, I'm like, it's not Is true. Is that what he looks like? Uh, yeah, Krampus kind of looks like a devil with horns. It's pretty scary, huh? He travels with Santa Claus? No. What? He travels no. with Santa Claus. Yeah. No. Yeah. How? But why do we watch a movie and I do not see Krampus once? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. We actually watched the Santa Clauses and Krampus was in it. Which one? Oh! oh! I remember that. This is oh. Yeah. My favorite. So they just had a different definition of what it looked like. Yeah, everybody kind of looks a little bit different. Um, this so, one Santa Claus show that we watch is like a series, and we're on like season two. Uh-huh. It's called yeah. The Santa Clauses with Tim Allen. Uh, Santa... I would not, like... If I was the kid, the boy, not, huh? I well, we can move on, Tatum. Uh, if I looks was like Santa, he's getting a little confused. Um, if I was Santa, I'd just do my job and I would be happy. Okay. Um, let's go to Portugal and Brazil. So, do you guys know where those countries are? Uh, Brazil and yeah. Portugal. Yeah, I know where. What 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 continent is it on? Uh, which one do you want me to say? Brazil. Brazil, South Africa. Y y Europe is the other. 
Are you sure? Yes. Brazil. Uh, oh, God, no. South America. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I was about to say it. It's on the east part of the continent of South America. And then uh, Europe uh, is uh, in... Near per Portugal. Yep. Spain is... To the left of Spain is... Good Portugal. job. You know, your, you know your geography a little bit. Yeah. Um, I wish China. <laughs> I play tons of games with stuff like that. Yes, he does. Brazilian and Portugal Portuguese families come together on tr Christmas Eve to eat dinner as late as 10 p.m. It's kind of late. Yeah. Um, then at exactly midnight, they exchange gifts, toasts, and they wish each other a Merry Christmas. At 12? At midnight, yep. Jeez. Midnight Mass, um, also known as Rooster Mass, is a chance to meet up with neighbors and extend family uh, and extended family to wish them well oh. for the holiday season. That's followed by fireworks in the town square. Now, Ooh. this is another thing that was very similar to me when I was little. Um, on Christmas Eve, we'd go to my grandparents' house. We'd mm -hmm. open gifts. We'd have, you yeah. know, time with the family, dinner. Um, it tore me apart waiting for Christmas gifts every year. Yeah. Um, but we'd we'd do the Christmas gifts, and then right after, we'd leave around like 10 o'clock, whatever, 1030. And then we'd head yeah. straight over to church, and we'd do midnight mass. Ooh. Now, their mass didn't end at midnight. It started at 11, oh. and it went until midnight. Dead. But... So we'd, that means you would get one hour. Yeah, exactly. We'd all pack into this church, and we'd grab these little candles, and we'd all have them lit. And um, they would turn off all the lights, and then the priest would walk in with the altar boys, and then we'd all be, we'd sing a Christmas song, and then we'd blow out the candles, and that smell of ah, the candles the being smoke, blown out, the, the smoke, smoke yeah. it reminds me of Christmas Mass every single time I blow the candle out. Isn't that something? Or you can just take a lighter and you can blow, like, just yeah, blow it out and then it'll smoke. I guess I could. Um, um, I also, we're Christmas is in four days, but we're doing it. Yeah, it is in four days. But we're doing it in three days. Right, right. Um, I cannot wait. Let's go to Ireland. This is actually one of okay. Holly's favorite countries. I prob the probably... And I'm part Irish, too. And so is aren't, she. Aren't we a little bit? You are. You're a little bit Irish. I'm not oh. sure exactly how much, but you are. The Irish leave a tall red candle in the front window overnight, oh. a welcoming symbol of warmth and shelter for the holiday season. Traditional Christmas fare in Ireland often includes homemade roast, goose, vegetables, cranberries, and potatoes. Yeah. Honestly, for Cheval, if no, I were to eat you can have a roast goose. Those are good. I've never had I'll, that. And I, I don't would have still that. try to put the candles. Cranberries. If I tried to do put my um, a candle next to my window, I'd make sure Cran? it's safe. Yeah, me uh, too. Because I don't want it to <laughs> tip over and my whole house catches on fire and be like, cranberries ah. are really good. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to. I don't you love cranberries, Tatum. Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is good. Cranberry I actually sauce. do like cranberries. It was. Um, homemade cranberries isn't too bad. I, that's not a little bit chunkier. I'm at cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I would. It's so good. I'd make sure on child. I'm gonna tell my kid. I'm like, don't touch that um, little candle next to the window. Yeah. Because I don't touch it. Ah. No, I don't want. It. So we don't let little Tatum touch the candle. I don't want my kids to touch it because I don't want them to hurt any body parts. You know what them. you could do? You could do a fake candle. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a better yeah. idea. That, that would be the best idea. So but. Be like, Ooh, what's it? Ah. 
But I also don't want my house to catch on fire. That's that would a good be, idea, me too. I would just go screaming outside with a pack your bags as fast as you can. We have no time. If you How do you pack your bags when it's on fire? Or just grab anything you can that you would need, like a blanket, <sighs> pillow. Well, I'm going to move on here, guys. So Denmark, before Christianity came to the Danes, uh, Christmas Day was cel a celebration of brighter days as it occurred just before the winter solstice. Oh. Uh, today, homes are decorated with characters called, I think it's a Nizer or Nizer, who are believed to provide protection. Oh. On the evening of the 24th, Danish families place a Christmas tree in the middle of the room and dance around it while singing carols. Oh. Like, they're like round and round the, the Christmas, Christmas tree, opening presents with the family. One for you, two for me. Oh, what a Christmas day! <laughs> Uh, like right. that one, that one. <laughs> yep, that one would be the first one they would probably do because um, you're uh, you're going around a Christmas tree. That's right. And it's like round and round the Christmas tree, so you're going around the circle uh, of it. But also, the twenty fourth is um, Christmas Eve. Okay, so we're gonna go on to New Zealand. Uh, do either of you know where New Zealand is? Oh uh, yes. Where where's it? Uh, no. It is next. It's to the right of Australia. See, games can be helpful. It teaches him geography. He needs to be on... Uh, uh. We need to take him back in time to where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> um. He would win that game. You actually place these polls huh? on all the countries. They'd say, this is the country where this happened. You'd be like, oh, I'm running over to New Zealand. And you had to guess where I the countries were. Oh. Yeah, it'd be re really fun. Um, New Zealand. Uh, because summer falls during Christmas time. Did you guys know that? It's summer. summertime in, in New Zealand and Australia. Interesting. What? Yeah. They're so on the southern part of the um, Which means it's going to be Christmas hemisphere. for them. Because to, right now is winter for us, so then... It's summer for them. So it would be summer for them for Christmas. That makes no sense because you it wouldn't have any sense. Perfect you sense. It's Tatum, the it, southern hemisphere. It's <laughs> Everything's backwards yeah. down there. Um, yep. Because summer falls during the Christmas time, a uh, number of their traditions center around a Barbie. Do you know what a Barbie is in Australia? Yeah. And uh, New Zealand, a Barbie is a grill. What? Yeah, when they're like, a grill? let's go out and get some food on the Barbie. Maybe. That's maybe what? putting you food on make, the grill. You can put steak the on the Barbie? Grill. <laughs> where did they get that <laughs> from? Steak. Yep, they're going to put steak on the Barbie. This is where friends <laughs> and family gather for occasional cookouts for fresh seafood, meat, seasonal vegetables. The New Zealand Christmas tree is the Pakawaka? I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm butchering all these words. <laughs> a coastal species that blooms in bright red color in December, providing shade during the sunny days as they sing carols. Look at that. Oh. It's a pretty colored tree. Yeah. In both English and something else. We're going to go to Finland. I actually knew somebody from Finland, if you're listening. Oh, damn. Hi. Um, on Christmas morning, the Finnish families traditionally eat a... Porridge made of rice and milk topped cinnamon milk or butter. So it's kind of like a, a note mill almost. I also know what Finland is. Um, whoever finds the almond placed inside one of the puddings wins. Oh. But some families cheat and hide a few almonds so the kids don't feel upset. Oh. <laughs> so that makes sense because normally some kids are sometimes upset if they don't. I know where Finland is. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go on to Iceland. Iceland, similar to the 12 days of Christmas in the U.S., Iceland celebrates 13. Oh. Each night before Christmas, Icelandic children are visited by 13 Yule lads. 
After placing their shoes by the window, the little ones will set their heads up to the bed. In the morning, they'll either have received a candy, if they're good, or be greeted with shoes full of rotten potatoes, if they're bad. If I had rotten potatoes in my shoe, I'd be like... I would dump them all in the trash. I would dump them all in the trash can and just wash my shoes again. Yeah, I, I would. Ha- sure I would buy new shoes. And you guys all know I was going to go over to Japan, but we talked about this last year. But they are huge in KFC for Christmas. They love KFC. Oh, I lo- KFC is a chicken place. Is that all of them? I'm going to do one more here. I'm going to do Sweden. Ah. Um, Sweden? the Yule goat has been a Swedish symbol. Dating back to ancient pagan festivals. However, in 1966, the tradition got a whole new life after someone came up with the idea to make a giant straw goat. Straw? Now referred to as the Gavel Goat. According to the official website, the goat is more than 42 feet high, 23 feet wide, weighs 3.6 tons. Jeez. Each year, the massive goat is constructed in the same spot, and fans even watch a live stream from the first Sunday of Advent until the new year when it is finally taken down. Isn't straw like maybe one piece of hay? Yeah, it's something like that. Also, a ton. Isn't ton like lots of... That's huge. It is huge. I'm just surprised of how big it is. I could probably... Honestly, I know where I know where Iceland is. Yep. It's an island. So, are you both ready for Christmas? Yes. What is your favorite part about Christmas? Spending uh, time with family. Aww. Family. You Defi- guys are sweet. Definitely f- love. Then seconds present. Sure. And then the food. And then the food. Right, right. Candy and all that. Yeah. Well, so, I hope you guys both have a very merry Christmas. Um. We're going to move on over to Holly real quick. She is going to give us some gay gaming. And we'll have you back to say goodbye. And then we will have Jaden back for his second year of the night before Christmas. Okay, Holly. So what do you have for gay gaming today? So this time for gay gaming, I wanted to talk about a favorite game that I got for Christmas. Do do you mind, before you mention yours, I want to just let everyone know what mine was. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I actually, I kind of have two. So my, one of my biggest memories is getting Super Mario 3. Um, I still remember to this day, it was a family gift, but everyone ended up getting it. We ended up opening it up together. And I think my oldest brother, he actually played it first, but I remember being so excited. You know, this is Super Mario 3. I had watched my friend play it at one of his birthday parties and we, I thought it'd be so fun. You finally get to fly. You finally get to do things that you couldn't do in the previous Super Mario games. And then another memory that would probably be my second favorite is being a little kid. And I remember us sitting around the Christmas tree. And she was like, here's a family gift. And it was a rectangle box. And we all opened it. And I looked down and I was like, oh, this is... uh, just a uh, an adaption thing or like a I, I didn't know what it was I, I just knew it wasn't what it actually was and she was like this is a Nintendo and I was like this isn't just like an adapter or this just isn't like a um, I don't know what I can't really remember I just knew I didn't think it was a Nintendo and it was really neat because it came with a the power pad it came with Super Mario 1 uh, Duck Hunt with the gun and the world class track meet with the little pad and 
it ju- I remember us having to get up in the middle of like the night, four o'clock in the morning, to try to play it before anyone else did because you knew that whoever got on it was going to be on it forever. We had to have time limits on it. Yeah, I was going to say you didn't have time limits. Yeah. But uh, that was my favorite memory. That's one of my favorite um, gifts even to this day that I can remember. Great yeah. memories, great memories. That's neat. So how about you? What's your favorite game of the Christmas season? Mine was when I was, I believe, nine years old. And my mom got... Santa got me the green Game Boy. And my sister, the purple one. My favorite color is green. Her favorite color is red. Now I know. Why didn't Santa get her the red one? My mama said that... Santa Santa sometimes borrows from stores when Santa doesn't have all the materials he needs to make a gift. So he borrows? He doesn't pay for it? Well, the stores let him because he's giving to the children. Of course. Yeah. My my mom always said that he had money and he got the money through magic and he'd always leave it on the counters when he left. (laughs) Um... And then I got Pokemon Blue, and my sister got Pokemon Red, because her favorite color is red, but Pokemon Blue had Blastoise, and Blastoise was my favorite Pokemon. Um, But we both got our Game Boy Colors, and we got Pokemon, and it was like the most amazing thing in the world, and I just remember like feeling that magic of that game. Did you end up beating it? Oh yeah, I caught every single Pokemon, and... I always wondered what would happen, because the one guy said you get something really amazing, so I was thinking, oh man, it's going to be a really strong Pokemon. Nope. It was a diploma that you needed the Pokemon, or the Game Boy printer to print it, and Aww. we did not have that, so I just stared at it. Aw. Poor Holly. <laughs> <laughs> but she it just was sat the there staring at it. Your mom's like, what are you doing? Staring at my diploma. <laughs> um, one of my friends actually got the Poke the uh, Game Boy printer. A few years ago, she got it, and she finally printed her certificate from her Game Boy. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You should do that. Yeah, maybe. Get it on eBay or something. I could. I still have my original Game Boy uh, color. It's actually right behind me. The B button is just a little bit stiff from me hitting up and B to make sure I caught the Pokemon so it didn't break out. Aww. The myth. That, that was. Um, but other than that, it's in really good condition. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm impressed. So did you have a secondary game or anything that you wanted that you got for Christmas that you're really excited about? As a kid, not really, because we didn't really get games for holidays. We usually got them, like my sister and I would save up our allowance and get them. And... Well... Yeah, we'd save up our allowance. Like, one time I remember back in Virginia, and I would have been around seven, we had a PlayStation, and we got Cool Borders 3, the snowboarding game, but we went half and half on it, and so we were trying to decide who's going to go first to play it, and so... I was like, well, why don't we do a chugging contest? And my sister's like, you're going to pick a drink you like. And I'm like, no, I'll drink milk. Because I hate milk. And she loves milk. Right. And so I won. And she was so upset. Aww. Because <laughs> I chugged that. You should have let her pick what you guys did. I did milk because that was her favorite. Okay. Yeah. I She was thinking she was going to win, little sucker. But I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> 
Um, but let's see. As an adult, I've had some favorites. And one a couple years ago, you got me the Animal Crossing Switch, even mm -hmm. though I already had a Switch. And I was like, oh my god, yes. So yeah, happy. and then you got next you're coming. What are you going to have? A Switch 2. She's like, it's already wrapped up. It's going to be sitting under that tree next year, right? Nope. If I don't uh. buy it first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did we get past that? I forget. I said if I don't buy it first. Oh, we started talking about. So, with the if I don't buy it first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't buy it first, you, uh, Miss Holly over here is like, I'm gonna just buy a gift, and then I send her one, and I get her a gift. We opened uh, gifts on December 1st. We opened one gift, every one of us, and it was something that, since we still had time off from our maternity, um, I was like, you know, let's open a gift, like, early on, and we can play with it. Well, she opens it up. Nuh-uh, and... sucker, that's me. I'm uh -huh. the one that's always like, Christmas Eve, we get to open a gift, and she's a screwed. She's like, no. <laughs> no. This year, I was like, I was like, let's open a gift. And you're like, uh-huh. You're like, right. And I was like, no, really. And I started to pull the gifts out, and you were sitting there giving me your squinty eyes, just staring <laughs> at me, like, waiting for the little joke or something, or me to say, just kidding. But, uh. She's played with my heart too much. She opened up a gift, and she's like, I already have this. I already <laughs> bought it, and I'm hiding it from you. So you didn't know I got it. But I was so excited because I was like, oh, you know exactly what to give me. This is perfect because I was totally wanting this because it wasn't on my Christmas list. Mm. Speaking of knowing what to get someone. <laughs> last Christmas, like every gift to open, I'm like, oh, this is something I already have. It was have. only two. And then I opened another one. I already <laughs> have this. She might as well just ran downstairs, grabbed my items, and rewrapped them all. <laughs> yeah, one of them's right behind me right now. One of our Back to Future cars that she has two of. Yeah, I'm keeping them because they both... Um, actually, the packaging on them, it's subtle, but there's actually differences in them. And I don't know why that is, so could be worth something one day. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Yeah. If you want, like, on your, our Facebook page, if you guys... What are some of your favorite games? We'll make sure to post up there mm -hmm. so people could comment. That'd be neat to see. Through all the years, what everybody's really liked growing up. Yeah, uh, like your favorite kid one, and then if favorite adult one. Yeah. The magical one when you were a child. You're like, oh, oh, like Mario. Or Pokemon. Well, I guess we'll get out of here. Um, next up, we are going to have Jaden take us out with the second annual Twas the Night Before Christmas. You know what I just realized? What's that? Isn't the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. It's supposed to be a funny off of bed. Yes. We <laughs> <laughs> never knew that. <laughs> Twas the night. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh my god. You did not know that? No. Oh wow. That wow. movie came out when I was really, really little. Like, we thought it was the most boring thing in the world. We fell asleep. And now as an adult, I I like it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's become kind of a, a cult classic on top of the popularity it already had. How is it a cult classic? It seems like it's a classic. It seems like a whole lot of people love it. You think so? From my generation? Yes. Like, everybody at school is like, Christmas. I know Disney's talked about still trying to make a sequel. They made a sequel on a video game. It was The Nightmare Before Christmas 2, and oh. it was only on a video game. But, yeah. 
I just remember playing it in Kingdom Hearts and it constantly, the music, and you're just like, da, 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 and you're like, where am I supposed to go? And it's just constantly going. Yeah. It's still a good, uh, still a good movie. Both a Christmas and Halloween movie, so. Nice. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy, and hope you guys all have happy holiday. Okay, and then we have uh, the two boys with us again. We are getting out of here. You guys ready to do some Christmasing? Yeah. Yeah. We wish you all a Merry Christmas and goodbye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all stuck in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced their head. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cat had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up, a sa- the, up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. When a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all! As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up the house top the courses they flew with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and I was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his, his foot and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler, just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His draw little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his, of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in a spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, 
but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and churned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh to his team, gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night! Good job, buddy. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You too. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.